Hello, love. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being you. I thank you for showing up and I thank you for, you know, taking up the space that you need in order to survive today. So I'm here with my friend. I'll have you introduce yourself okay. and then like do your little spiel on who you think you are or how you want to like label yourself as. Um, but I showed up to a woofing farm. If you don't know what that is, it's like organic farming. Um, except this is more of a animal farm more than um, vegetables. Yeah. But yeah, I've made some cool new friends and we're just like, she's right here doing a stick and poke. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my name is Maggie. Um, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever comes to mind. So um, like conversation. Yeah, um, I guess, well, actually, I'm curious. Why mm-hmm. did you get involved in wolfing and what made you want to work with animals and on a farm mm-hmm. and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, I wanted a wolf because I know that I grew up working on a farm and that was really, really interesting to me. The way that I could connect my hands to the dirt and then that stuff could go in my body for fuel and... Oh, right. Yeah, it's like, it was such a nostalgic thing for me as a child. When I was adopted, my adopted family, my aunt and my uncle had a beautiful garden and even though it was so like, you know, as a kid, we don't want to do work, of course. So yeah. Growing up doing that was never fun, but the reward of going out there some, like, random July day and grabbing a cucumber and just eating it right off the vine. Wow. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, so nostalgic for me. Um, And so that was my original plan is finding a vegetable farm. So ending up on a animal farm was definitely not in the (laughs) cards for me. It just went over my head. I'm more of just, like, a connected to, like, not to say that animals are not earth, but, like, connecting yeah. right to the mud is, like, my thing. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, so I was just looking uh, at places, and the next thing I know, this place comes up, and I've heard about it before from another friend um, who highly recommended it, and I, it was all over social media, so I was like, cool, reached out, and the next thing, you know, our boss responded, I think, in, like, 24 hours, and he's like, all right, you got the job, and I was like... <laughs> And so, you know, you know, sick. Right. I was like, damn, all right, sweet. Like, no phone call or anything. And it was just like, oh, no, you can like come when you're going to come. And I was like, cool, I have a one way ticket. I'll be there in a few days. So, cool. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It really was like a spur of the moment kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It that's was so wild. exciting. Yeah. That's, and that's so cool when you talk about um, eating the cucumber from the farm because that mm-hmm. contains earth wind fire water like all the elements not like it doesn't in like you know mass produce Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it has a lot more things than just earth wind fire and water um Mm -hmm. more chemicals but that is so cool that you Mm -hmm. connect with the earth that way i i never my mom had a garden um and we had i remember we had a lot of strawberries Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't yeah we didn't do a lot of vegetables more flowers mm. and stuff oh yeah i like to lay on the hammock mm. or my favorite place actually is mm. a swing oh yes <laughs> i just yeah. love just <laughs> floating yeah floating oh. feeling i'm flying watching mm-hmm. the sky and just uh yeah that's my favorite mm-hmm. place but gardening yeah. is is one of my grounding mm-hmm. grounding um activities too and uh i don't I haven't really practiced going barefoot, which I've seen you do, and 
yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Maybe one day. I don't have a fear or anything. Mm. I guess it's just it's just more of like oh, I'm gonna have to wash my feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just lazy. I guess. Mm. But um, how long have you been doing that? Like, ever since I was a kid. Like as soon as it got hot out, I would just be barefoot, and I really incorporated it as a practice. Um, a lot more lately, and I you know I get weird looks by it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like it's my way, and I think, as. I'm also like deeply connected to my feet for some reason and I think a lot of people are we're just really disconnected like feet is the first thing that ever touches the ground mm-hmm. and when we can have a deep connection with the things that literally hold us up and is the main thing that touches the earth it's an immediate tether to I don't even I can't even find words but it's like <laughs> this immediate tether to um a grounded state yeah but yeah that's really cool but I also want to know why you started woofing <laughs> and like I know you just said you just had a past experience and you're gonna have some more after this place so what started this all for you so um yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um just short background yeah in college I was environmental science zoology mm-hmm. and then I wanted to go to graduate school for marine biology mm-hmm. um and then COVID happened so yeah. Then that all blew up. But then I realized mm-hmm. the only reason I was going to school was mm-hmm. um, because I thought that was the next step. Like, yeah. I had a friend um, call me out and just be like, and I wasn't applying to, like, any schools. I toured one grad school, and they were just like, are you excited about this? And I was like, no, not yeah. really. And they're like, why are you doing it? And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and then, yeah, COVID just, I mean, I worked through it. And then that's kind of like when the Mm -hmm. van life, you know, really Mm -hmm. took off. Yeah. So I knew I always wanted to travel. And um, I ended up working in a restaurant that really did, like, appreciate food. It was organic Mm -hmm. food and made daily completely. And then that's when I kind of saw food as healing. And then it kind of just, like, we've talked about how things are Mm -hmm. cycles. I mean, the food comes from somewhere, right? Yeah comes from our earth (laughs) yeah even um even animal even me Mm. you know they got to eat something so yeah everything always comes back to the earth so and um having a background in environmental science I knew Mm. the importance of that and um yeah I just I started thinking like I want to travel somehow and I also got tired of working my butt off for like months on end and then giving half of that to rent i was Mm. like what is this what what kind of world are we living in right bullshit um this isn't yeah this isn't (laughs) gonna benefit me ever Mm. so yeah i was tired of that too so then van life just seems like the right thing and then i heard about woofing Mm. i was like oh my gosh that seems perfect i can go on the road and also like learn regenerative agriculture which was one of the big things I wanted to learn Mm. and um kind of like you have mentioned to me before I just kind of wanted to reconnect Mm. to mother earth and just kind of understand like how to live more sustainably with her Mm -hmm. more in harmony with her show her love um because yeah we just get lost in in all the things going Mm -hmm. on so um and just to bring more awareness to myself so yep just um Ended up getting a Subaru <laughs> instead of a van and uh, building it out one summer and then just hitting the road and organizing where I wanted to go. And, um, yeah, I did I did some research with the woofing places. Mm-hmm. I mostly did places that had 
at least 10 reviews, mm-hmm. good reviews. Okay. And um, just ones that were interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So, okay. yeah. And then the place I was before here mm-hmm. was, um, it wasn't a farm. Mm-hmm. It was just um, a man and he had a steam distill, just one. And so we just collected pine and, mm-hmm. yeah, made essential oil and hydrosol and then... <gasps> Wow. Um, yeah, and I found mm-hmm. Left Foot Farm, mm-hmm. um, had a lot of reviews, good reviews, but I knew I wanted to work with, like, chickens. The goats yeah. were a plus. I actually yeah. love the goats. Uh-huh. Um, and I love goat cheese, even mm-hmm. though we don't make it here. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's been awesome. So that was kind of the premise. I just wanted to reconnect, wanted to learn how to grow food, because I really think that's going to be, like, mm-hmm. paramount. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. is actually <laughs> paramount in our lives right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, I thought that would be the best mm-hmm. thing to do for me and for also for the people I love because mm-hmm. the stuff I learned I could share with them in the future. So, right, yeah, yeah, that's that's beautiful too. And it's really, really wonderful how the communities, especially like at this place that we're staying at, and I'm so blessed, you know, my first wolfing experience has been such a grand, you know gander of <laughs> positivity i mean like we have our own that's cabins good. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a plus man right yeah and everybody's cool like everybody i talk to like we're all like-minded from what i've known so far mm-hmm. um and i really like how there's like this sisterhood connected <laughs> aspect too where it's like it's safe it's um we're all like anti-capitalism in our own ways and we're all you know wanting to reconnect to the earth in our own ways and we're all you know, these, like, hippy-dippy type of people <laughs> where we're all just, like, you know, trying or we can all talk about something, like, similar and and yeah. bond in a certain way. And it's really, really cool how this wolfing experience and I think others is very similar in that way. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. think um, that's, like, how you find, like, if you want to call your soul tribe or just, like, soul sisters, yeah. soul different yeah. soulmates in your life is mm-hmm. like-minded people end up in places similar places like you're just if you have similar interests i mean you just got to know what you want Uh if you like Mm -hmm. pretend to be somebody else that's why maybe you won't be so happy with the people you're surrounded by because you're Mm -hmm. pretending to be somebody you're not yeah you know so when you figure out what you want and what you want your life to look like and feel like and go to those places go to those restaurants coffee shops Mm -hmm. areas and you're open to talking to people you'll find you'll find people that you resonate with and I found a lot of my I would say soulmates soul friendships yeah by just that and um biggest thing is being open Mm -hmm. you know not being scared and it's so easy to isolate ourselves nowadays you know just be on our phone and not be aware of our surroundings but Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy I feel like like just think of how many important people and mm-hmm. just people that know so many things like everybody's so special that's why yeah. I love uh-huh. that's why I love humans I used mm-hmm. to say like I hate humans because <laughs> yeah. I'm part climate change and stuff <laughs> yeah but like oh my god people are so amazing and mm-hmm. but you don't know unless you're, you're you open yourself up and to this world and what's in front of us and with each other and like mm-hmm. the openness to connect yeah. and um that's a the, that's a gift mm-hmm. and uh, you can use it anytime, any day, <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's cool. Sorry, it kind of mm. went off. No, you're completely okay. <laughs> this is like, this podcast is just like that. It's like little casual conversations. So 
I've been struggling personally, and I want to hear your point of view, of, like, opening up to people, but then, you know, being open and wanting to close my heart off, my heart space off again to them, like, me being open and then them taking that almost for granted. Like, how do you remain open but also not too open? That's something I'm really struggling with lately. So, yeah, that's hard, and that's really just... Um, just based on personal, obviously mm. personal things. Yeah. Um, my opinion, I would say, uh, is first of all, when you feel like that moment where mm. your heart is closing, that's just your body telling you that there's something in you that is not resonating with yeah. what's either happening or what's being said or with that mm. person. Something's going on. So that's when, like, you need, I feel like you need to check in with yourself. Yeah. And maybe be like, okay, what caused me to feel this way? Is this external, internal? Mm-hmm. Um, is this something I need to fix or I can fix within myself? Or mm-hmm. is this has to do with the other person? Like, is this have nothing? Maybe this has nothing to do with me. And mm-hmm. it's just yeah. their insecurities, their situations. I mean, we all don't know what's going on in everybody's lives. Right. So um, distinguishing that is really important. Um, and then just letting it move through, like whatever emotion mm-hmm. comes up from mm-hmm. that. Um, cause that's a big part of remaining open is l- letting things move through mm-hmm. and no matter how long it takes, your body's going to take whatever it needs to let emotions through. And there's a difference between letting emotions move through and mm-hmm. letting them take their time. Yeah. Um, and wallowing in self-pity Ooh. and, like, keeping yourself in a dark place. Yeah. And that takes, I feel like, a certain awareness, which everybody has. Right. Everybody has self-awareness. It's just um, openness and ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I would just, um, like, yeah, what's coming mm-hmm. up, allowing it to move through if it needs to be moved through, mm-hmm. if it can be moved through. And then just, I don't know, just seeing what feels right yeah. for you yeah. there. Like, mm. if you need to set a boundary with that person, if you need to set a boundary with yourself, mm. um, if you need to talk about it, um, like, whatever you need. Just, I think, listening to your body and taking breaths, taking your time, taking space. Right. It's really important because mm-hmm. we like to act out of emotions, and it's yeah. very easy to do that. Right. But ultimately, we're stupid when we're acting <laughs> out of emotions. Like right. it's it's like scientifically mm-hmm. like <laughs> proven. Like we just mm-hmm. don't think clearly mm-hmm. when we're hyped up on on right. our feelings. Right. Yeah, I feel like I've been struggling with that lately. Is like when I because we become reactive when we're in those heightened emotions and actually sit still and not do anything with those emotions is the hardest thing Mm -hmm. like I told you what happened uh earlier and I was like in my cabin like well first I was like cleaning out the the milking processing room with Annie and I was like spiraling and then I was like I need a journal I'm like freaking out like I can't help but think all the wrong like all the bad things that could happen from what you know all these things that were happening and um so then I was, after, I took a shower after evening chores and I sat in my room and I called my friend and I, I had some oracle cards. So I started like pulling them and I came to the conclusion that 
I really wanted to react in that moment. And there's a lot of things that I want to say to a lot of people right now from my past, from not too far in the past and everything, where I'm just like, I want so badly to be reactive. And I want so badly to just be like, well, fuck you. And you did this. (laughs) And like, you suck ass and all these things. But, and then there was also some things that I could have done for an ego boost to see how they could have responded. And the thing that first came to my mind that, because I sat there for a minute and I asked the universe, I was like, okay, something feels wrong with the way that's, you know, whatever is happening. I need to please tell me how I should react. And they're like, well, don't react. But if you are going to react, make sure it's out of love when you send something and that it's not out of a place of a lot of tenacity or indifference or it's, you know, we want people to feel the pain that they made us feel. Yeah. But if we can work out of that place of, of love and just letting things go it's a lot less like karmatic ties especially along with that yeah well it should come out of a self-love you know love for yourself where you're like yeah i just and i commend Mm. you for being Mm. like okay this is react i don't want to be reactive (laughs) right um but i also want to say another thing you don't have to react you don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't owe anybody anything. Right. You don't have to, you can take as much time and space as you need. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody should ever yeah. make you feel bad for that. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, that's very noble. Mm-hmm. And um, Thanks. journaling is a really good tool. It's helped me a lot, too, with just mm-hmm. laying things out sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I even talk to myself all the time. Like, right. <laughs> I'll admit I talk to myself all the time. Hearing things out loud, it can kind of like, to me, it feels like an unwinding of thoughts. I feel like mm-hmm. when I'm in anxious situations or conflicts in a relationship, it can feel like like a string really tightly wrapped and mm. like there's a lot of knots and I don't know yeah. how to even go about it, but mm-hmm. talking it. And moving it through, you know, kind of unwinds it. And then you can kind of see the outside picture a lot. Yeah. Yeah, going back to the self-love is just... Mm. um, Because there's a lot of situations and conversations that it's very hard to be like, I'm going to be out of love. And just... Because then sometimes you're just kind of like pushing things under the rug that need to be talked about, you know, sometimes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it can be kind of pushing reality out of the way Mm -hmm. um, and living in la-la fantasy land, which um, can end up in turn Mm -hmm. (laughs) biting you in the butt again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's really just coming back to, okay, what do I want? What Mm -hmm. do I want out of this situation? Um, My feelings are valid, Mm -hmm. but what would I like to communicate from my feelings? What are they saying? Do I want to share this with this person? Mm -hmm. Um, do I need more time, more space? What do I need? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, love out of self-love first and foremost. Because mm-hmm. when you love yourself, you're able to love other people. Right. So cliche, and it's it, it's simple to say, I feel like. But it's harder to actually know what that means and yeah. embody it. Um, right. And it's a constant practice with people every day. Mm-hmm. So... Don't put yourself too down <laughs> if you get right. reactive or stuff because we're human. Mm-hmm. Once again, we're not right. perfect and we're going to react sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, But it is uh, a responsibility to deal with whatever happens next if you do react. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's my take on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really like that too. And like, like you said, 
we don't have to respond out of love either. Like, don't push things under the rug. Like, of course, like, everything's going to be to some degree out of love, but, like, and also the way you react is, like, how you're going to react in that moment. Yeah. So, you know, not holding shame around that. And it's such, like, an interesting way because I feel like a lot of my actions lately have had consequences, and I think that's because I'm making myself, I'm, like, the universe is happening to me when reality universe is happening for me even though some circumstances suck ass and yeah. like separating yourself from that and being like this is happening for me that's a good practice i used yeah. to do that mm-hmm. I, I don't have to anymore i got to yeah. a place where i don't need to do that but that's, that's a good. good practice yes mm-hmm. that everything's happening for me because self-pity yeah. is mm-hmm. i mean a, a, the u.s likes to play victim i mean we yeah. all in the u.s mm-hmm. like to play victim sometimes mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's good. It's a good practice. Yeah. And I also just want to say, I feel like, especially with self-healing becoming a trend, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love that it's talked about and like mental health is talked about a lot more. Right. We don't have to heal every moment of every day. We don't have mm. to heal through every situation. Yes. We are allowed to take it as it comes. So we are allowed mm-hmm. to be angry and yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to always think about okay how can I heal myself out of this situation because that can be overwhelming too and Mm -hmm. and uh yeah just allowing yourself patience and grace Mm -hmm. is though patience and grace greatest teachers in life honestly so far for me (laughs) in my 26 years of living so Mm -hmm. far patience and grace and allowing myself I say that all the time like allow myself to feel allow myself to be open allow myself because mm-hmm. you t- you do sometimes have to give yourself permission to um yeah. to feel and practice certain things mm-hmm. yeah we're not self-improvement projects and that is something that it can be really really toxic about like this healing community or like spiritual community all over social media is like oh well, everything's a sign everything is this and that mm-hmm. and it's like what if you just sat and were just human? Like, you said your tattoos be. Like, just you yeah. were just, you just lived and just existed for a moment. And yeah. I've also been struggling with that. Like, in the mornings, I get up and I'm like, all right, I have to yoga flow. I have to, like, I have to stretch. I have to journal. I have to read. Like, I have to be learning. Like, but I think the biggest meditative practice I can be doing for myself right now is just moving slowly and just allow myself to be like if I need to sleep in in the mornings and not do anything and I'm just rolling out of bed and doing morning chores there's nothing wrong with that yeah allow yourself yeah yeah allow yes because yeah we feel like we we need to be getting better getting better and that's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing but I also just believe in like hey we're here to just you know (laughs) be be yeah live and Mm -hmm. like a lot of people don't know how to do that and Mm -hmm. it's it's been a crazy journey actually like yeah. people outside of me being like oh my god it's so cool you're living your life and I'm like yeah you could tell you like you could right, do. Right. Like, like oh my god you build out your car like it's so cool what you're doing mm-hmm. like I'm so jealous I wish mm-hmm. I could do that too and I'm like you could I know yeah people text me all the time like I have some old friends that have been reaching out to me as I like show on social media my adventures the past even just a week and they're just like, oh, I wish I could be doing what you're doing. And I'm just like, you can. Like, there is a site for this stuff. And all you got to do is to get a plane ticket or you just hop in your car and you just go. Like, yeah, love yourself enough to make it happen. Right. I, yeah, they're holding themselves back. And that's another lesson that I'm trying to learn, too, is, like, 
that place of pity, like, self-pity can be so comforting sometimes. And, like, to, like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, to, like, sit in that and stew in that. And sometimes I I do that sometimes where I'm just, like, if this is my only way. And I think sometimes it's my only way of actually giving myself attention. Yeah. And so my body craves it in a way that I wasn't mm. giving myself enough attention. So then something happens and then I just sit in my pity. But then I have to come back to my body and be, like, okay... Well, this is this space is not going to get me anywhere. I just honor that I just felt everything. Therefore, now I'm fucking awesome, and I just have to move forward. Hey, you know that now. Keep yeah. practicing that. Right. It's just you just keep practicing it. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing's ever just like a one time. Oh, I got it. Like mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. Just make this good. Are you done with your tattoo? No, but I'm. I'm yeah. just enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was the last thing you said? I, was gonna say. I don't know. <laughs> what else came to mind when we were talking about that? I mean, I could talk about this stuff all... Like, I could go in so many different directions. Yeah. Um, you can go in any direction you want to. <laughs> this is like, I tell all my like people that listen to this podcast, like, this is a casual podcast. Wherever it goes, it's just a wandering place. Oh, cool. That's, yeah. that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... um. Oh, self-pity. That's what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes you need that, honestly. Right. Um, I I mean, I still throw myself some pity parties sometimes. Not as often, because like, I came to that like awareness that I was like, I don't need this as much anymore. Because no. um, coping mechanisms always change for people, mm-hmm. you know, change in different ages and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's just no longer a coping mechanism for me, but mm-hmm. it is a coping mechanism. And, but like I said earlier, there's a difference between allowing yourself to like need that and like splurging and just, mm-hmm. just staying in that, in that place. And right. some, I, I just, it's hard to speak for generally everybody when it comes to that, because I just reached to a point where I was tired of being sad, but some people don't experience that. Right. Um, so I haven't I haven't really talked to mm-hmm. to people about that part yet. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, just yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. There was like a part of myself but I think a lot of people struggled really, really badly with badly with mental health during C O V I D. If I say that in here I'll get like flagged, so I spell it out instead. Oh really? Yeah, it'll like flag the whole episode oh, and like say everything. Gotcha. So I'm just like <laughs> Wait, did I say it? I said it though. Oh you did? I did earlier. We're going to say it's not going to pick it up. Because <laughs> okay. I didn't even realize it. Um, but yeah, it was like... Sorry. I know. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we were talking about self-pity. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, yeah, being sad and then, like, moving... Okay, so I, like, got to a point during COVID where I was like, I, I don't want to live anymore. And I was like, I, this is, like... But it's not like I wanted to die. It was like, I'm so tired of being sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to that point and I was like, I don't have to be sad. Like, that was, the, that was the thought. I was like, I don't have to be sad. Why is it normalized to be so upset? And then something just clicked. And I was like, there's people out there that want what I want. How do they have it? And that's when I started my, like, spiritual healing. And I was like, oh, okay. it was like, it was like me hitting rock bottom and realizing that sadness is just an emotion that I can turn on and off. But I have the free will to turn it on. Yeah. And off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, you do have a choice. You have a choice mm-hmm. to feel you what you feel and understanding that is good and beneficial. Um 
Yeah. yeah, there's just like another also like fine line there where it's like yeah. sometimes you need to feel how you feel no, and if exactly. you like turn it off that's called mm-hmm. dissociating. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. That's um yeah, that's another coping me- mechanism which mm-hmm. could be healthy. Um cuz it's like I mean we're naturally born with that ability right. um like every other animal. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's just sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't just choose, but yes, you do have a choice, and that's why I do have a hard time with some people that, you know, the people that complain, but then they don't do anything about it. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, you're only hurting yourself, you know, and um, you got to let those people figure it out, which all you can do is hope that they will and be there for them when when they need somebody, so. Right. Plant those seeds for them. Yeah. 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 Or just, well, like I said earlier in the night as like just being yourself and doing it yourself like yeah. people will just like you just said mm-hmm. you saw people doing what they want and you're like mm-hmm. how do they do that yeah and you figured it out so right. also just living your life and just being like we said before mm-hmm. um primarily um you will inspire people and people will resonate with what you're doing your purpose your mission your just your your embodiment and they'll mm-hmm. be like oh how did she get there? <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah. And yeah, it's it, people, our individual selves, we're a lot more impactful than we think we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely are. And I really like the way you incorporated like the balance to like, we do have to feel and it's not like sadness. I think it becomes a balance where like, we're addicted to sadness in society because it gives us an excuse. Yeah. And, but there is like, we need to feel sadness. We need to feel grief. We need to feel all these things. But as soon as like, we're done feeling those things, we need to be able to perpetually move on because that's also the cycles of nature. Yeah. That comes from attachment issues, which is what we were briefly mentioning before. Yeah. It's it's like holding on to those things is the inability to let go. Mm-hmm. That was another big thing. That was a big lesson Ooh. for me. It was letting go and learning how to do that, especially yeah. with relationships and with people mm-hmm. and friendships. I mean, as you go through the years, as you're learning now, it's just like mm-hmm. some people just kind of, you just stop talking to. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just the kind of the natural thing that happens. Um, it's really sad. It sucks. Right, right. But like, it's it's making room for more, as cliche as that sounds. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's just once again that circular flow movement of life and ebb and flow things mm-hmm. going in and out, right? Yeah, when one door opens, another one closes, or when one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, yeah. And like you were saying with the emotions, you can't feel like you need to feel sadness and all those mm-hmm. things. Like it's like you can't see the light without knowing the dark. Like right. we wouldn't know. Like we need polar opposites, or else mm-hmm. we wouldn't know. What those are. Yeah. We want to know the depth of the other thing that was also existing. Yeah. Yeah. But I really like the attachment part that I, I don't know if you can circle that back around, but I was yeah. super, super curious on like what you were thinking attachment connected to all that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that can come from that. Um, one thing is identity, um, mm. which I guess for me, an example would be like field hockey, the sport I played. Mm-hmm. since fourth grade all the way through college wow. um and I think that's a big mental thing also for just athletes in general it's like that sport becomes our identity it becomes mm-hmm. where we achieve goals and like we work with other team members and mm-hmm. like we 
we're known like that's and we we invest every day into that sport and then when it abruptly comes to an end it's like who am I and um so you're kind of forced to let go of that Mm -hmm. sport which I I I mean I I let go of the sport but I didn't let go of like the workout ethic and it was really unhealthy (laughs) oh yeah I was yeah I was working out like three to four hours a day I would wake up at 4.15, work out until, like, 7.38, and then have two jobs and an internship. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, I was not getting enough food, not getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was atta- I was attached, mm-hmm. and I ended up, like, burning myself out and just crashing. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm okay now. Right, 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 <laughs> I haven't yeah. really done my relationship with the gym. Mm-hmm. That's just an example of attachment. Um, and with, like, I guess feelings and stuff, it's mm-hmm. it can be... Nostalgia, memories, um, attaching to that and in relationships, um, more attaching more to the past than the present reality. I, mm-hmm. I had a friend tell me that in like junior high where it's like if the past memories are better than the present right now with that person, then it's probably time to move on. And wow. yeah, that would make sense, right? Yeah. But we don't like to think that because mm-hmm. we're attached and... Um, Another thing is comfort. So identity and comfort are just big things in attachment. Yeah. We don't, yeah. we just don't like to be out of our comfort zone. Like, I mean, who would? Right. Like, right? right. We're human. Like, why would mm-hmm. we want to get uncomfortable? <laughs> right. When, um, when the systems and lives we made for us, we can make very comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just mm-hmm. the, I would say those are the big two things with attachment, in my opinion, is identity, attachment, and comfort but there's a lot more <laughs> obviously yeah. with that different attachment style. I don't know all the mm-hmm. attachment styles but yeah mm-hmm. oh, that's my take on that yeah what do you think your attachment style is mine mm-hmm. oh shoot I forget what it is it was like I think it's a mix between anxious and avoidant mm-hmm. um yeah Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought <laughs> I'm in a time of isolation <laughs> so I haven't yeah. really thought about my attachments in a minute actually mm-hmm. um just because yeah I've been traveling like it's been a lot of letting go like I haven't right. attached to anything mm-hmm. um and this is probably the most unattached I've been in my life just because I'm I move constantly moving and not coming mm-hmm. back to these places at least not for a long time so mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. what about you yeah, I, I get that. Um, uh, for circling back is, uh, I I'm the same way. Like, even just like the past almost four months of travels, I have been the most detached from I guess physical things, the emotions part. Like, being attached to emotions of other people, that mm-hmm. one's been a lot harder. But like, letting go of all like the physical things and just like plugging and chugging and just like going has been, I think, one of the most revolutionary points of, or poignant points of my human existence where I'm just like, I'm not attached to these things. What do you mean physical things? Like, what are examples? Like, um, as I moved out of my childhood home, like, letting go of things there. Mm, and, then, and That's then, hard. <laughs> yeah, that was so hard. I was, yeah. that was definitely a really hard week. And then moving to Colorado, I um, collected stuff there, and then I had to get rid of a lot of things. And then moving in with my sister and then having to get rid of a lot of things again and then moving out here and I'm gonna have to get rid of more things because I'm living out of a backpack so it's Mm -hmm. like 
it's like holding on, like letting go of those things is also such a pivotal point to then being able to physically see how maybe these, if I can let go of these physical things in physical weight, then I can let go of these emotional weights too. Mm. And if I see it in a way of, I can some way manifest them into physical things and let them go or like set them down because they don't have to be so heavy. I'm just making them that heavy sometimes. Okay. I guess. No, I get you. Yeah. I get you. And that's, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good practice to, like, I feel like an attachment with the physical things Mm -hmm. is like the first like stepping stone because it's like yeah. okay you can see it and you can like let go right emotions are harder obviously yeah so i feel like then then you can like yeah turn it into emotions and mm-hmm. go through that process right it's not easy but i feel like in some way when i let go also when i like need to let go of people emotionally i will let go of every single thing that they've ever given to me or mm-hmm. i've been around like i will burn things oh. i will bury things i will give things back to the earth and I'm like like I had like a friend breakup and all those little knickknacks that I had of hers I just it's because it hurts too much yeah I think so and it's like it reminds me of those memories that I don't yeah I guess they hurt me but also it was like I no longer want to hold on to those items because they no longer serve me okay I guess so I, I let go of those things is it an emotional trigger like with those physical things yeah I think so you so. are attached to those physical things so mm-hmm. your resolution is to like okay you gotta get rid of it yeah okay so it's like my way of like cord cutting or letting go of things and emotions is with physical tangible items okay I and think. does that make you feel better yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay good yeah it i don't i don't know why but it, it just works for my body and so that's what i i found like when i really need to let go of emotions is I will find something that connects an emotion to that and I'll feel that emotion and then I'll give it back to the earth if I can do that. If not, I'll just like throw it in the trash or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. If that works for you, that's great. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think that I'm definitely like an insecure attachment style where mine's just like everywhere, but I'm definitely like an avoidant attachment and anxious. Like there's some people, I think a lot of different people also trigger us in different aspects. Mm-hmm. for different attachment styles based on childhood which is really really interesting as well okay i mean yeah i mean mm-hmm. people everybody triggers everybody anyway <laughs> yeah like everybody triggers everybody insecurities mm-hmm. like yeah just a lot of i would agree mm-hmm. yeah yeah but attachment styles is another one of those funny things that are so interesting people's childhoods yeah mm-hmm yeah, I'm not. I haven't actually talked about like or thought about attachment styles with childhood. I guess. I mean, I just had a lot of family issues, so I guess I haven't taken that dive in there yet. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, because I abruptly had to leave my childhood home too. That's hard. That's like a hard thing, mm-hmm. hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you got through it too. So good job. Yeah, we all. Yay, Woo. round of applause. <laughs> yeah. We all make it through. Right. It's really, really cool, too, how all of us that are connecting on these kind of things, we've all had to do some kind of a abrupt leaving, but it's our, we're soul searching right now. Yeah, it's because what we're doing is unconventional in mm. the U.S. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though it's become a lot more popular, 
I mean, people don't see it as a way of living since it's not a career. It's mm-hmm. not like in one place. Um, the nomadic journey is just unfamiliar to the majority mm-hmm. of the U.S. So I think that's, yeah, the biggest yeah. thing mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah. Because I just, I mean, we live in fear. And mm-hmm. me starting this, I... I know it was out of love, but every mm. single family member, friends, mm. like, even people I didn't think would, like, mm. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> said something, like, mm. asking me about, like, certain situations, like, oh, what if, like, mm-hmm. somebody is, like, hitting the car or something, you know, like, like horror stories. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, first yeah. of all, you're mm. not making me feel any better. Right, right. <laughs> Second of all, like, I love you, thank you for your concern, mm-hmm. but... I'm going to do my best to stay safe. Thank you. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think that's also just another thing. Um, More intimately, I guess, individually Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. everybody here. It's like we've had to go through obstacles with families and friends to get to the point of being here and making it here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fear-mongering is a really funny thing that society likes to do when we we do these this unconventional unconventional way of living is like you said it doesn't yeah it doesn't serve the system right so of course of course they would want us to be scared of yeah of anything different Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. what they have set up right right (laughs) you know yeah because it it won't be beneficial to them yeah i'll make the whole system collapse if if enough of us come to the realization (laughs) that this is possible yeah i don't know but I don't know if that'll ever happen, like, one day. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I guess I would like to think the system in the U.S. would change. Will it? I don't know. But I'm only worried about what I know mm-hmm. and, like, what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. So, yep, that's why I'm here. <laughs> right, exactly. One person at a time. Yeah. yeah. All we can do is control the way we, the way we're going to see it. And take care of things. Yeah. Yeah, because first and foremost, like, it really is about yourself. Like, I just used to be such a big people pleaser mm-hmm. and um, put other people's emotions and needs before me, which I think is big nowadays, too, especially in women. Um, mm-hmm. But it you serve others by serving yourself first. It really is so true. And... Yeah, you just, you, I mean, you're just pouring out of an empty cup if you, if you can't help yourself first. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really imperative for people to take the time to get to know themselves over and over again Mm because we're changing every day. Mm. And it's also so fun to change every day. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and yeah. You know, what they want, what they want to do, and who they want in their life. And I just think people people think of others first, which is noble. But I think it's right. more noble to figure out yourself first and then serve others in that way. Because mm-hmm. then it's really coming from a place of authenticity, Ooh. genuine love, and not yeah. like, I'm serving you, so hopefully you can serve me back, mm-hmm. you know, something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I am really, really... Well, actually, I don't know. I'm pretty good to an extent with being my authentic self, but 
I feel like I've just been in these situations lately, like, every time I'm authentic, I just get rejected for being authentic, and that, that puts, like, a, a notch, like, to my ego, and it's just like, all right, well, we can't be authentic, because if we protect ourselves, and people like us, but then when we're authentic, people don't like us, and it's like, the risk of rejection when we're all authentic selves moving through that at first is so difficult to persevere through it is but like you said before you have a choice yeah you have a choice and um good thing you're reminding me with that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you have a choice um i was gonna say something else but it totally left my mind (laughs) sorry Mm -hmm. uh yeah what what were you saying authenticness and oh being rejected yes also rejection is redirection right yeah that's another thing of like letting go and attachment Mm -hmm. is um rejection is just i think everything happens for a reason and um i do think people come in and out out of our lives for a reason Mm -hmm. um no matter the time period or the Mm -hmm. amount of time they're there um and Um, oh, yeah, it's just, um, nope, lost it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You're completely okay. Um, oh, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is it going with authenticity? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I lost it. It's all right. Sorry. It's meant to be a comeback. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a thought, too. I'm, like, starting to get tired. <laughs> like, my eyes are getting, like, so heavy, so I'm, like, wait, where'd that thought go? <laughs> um, yeah, who the, like, if we're staying true to ourselves, this is another thing that our friend recently told me about, and it, I was just like, whoa. So my big thing is I also don't like people being upset at me, but it's not that mm-hmm. when you're, re- like, when you really dig into it, it's not that you're scared of somebody else being upset at you, you're scared of you being upset at yourself and feeling like you have to abandon yourself. Okay. So it's like, we're not scared of somebody else being disappointed or mad in us. We're scared of us actually being mad or disappointed within ourselves, at ourselves. Because as soon as it hits to us that we're actually disappointed in ourselves, that's when it's like... Yeah, I think we're scared that, like... I I agree mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. I also think another part is we're scared that we're gonna be labeled the bad person or like we did yeah. something bad or mm-hmm. like we're gonna we're gonna or label ourselves something mm-hmm. like maybe we label ourselves something. I mean that's judging yourself. Mm-hmm. That's once again like you need to come from a place of self love and have patience and grace and mm-hmm. forgiveness for yourself. Yeah, because that's how you can have it with other people. Um, just a short story that kind of goes off of what you just said. Yeah, I. Like I said before, I was a people pleaser, and so um, there was this one time I was working out with a friend, and Mm -hmm. um, we were really close, really good friends, and we were having an argument. I don't even, Mm -hmm. something stupid, don't know what it was about, but um, he was upset, and so I didn't like the feeling, I didn't like the air, conflict, didn't like it, so I was like, hey, can we please talk this out, Mm -hmm. and he stopped in his Mm -hmm. tracks, and he was like, stop. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And he was like, right. stop trying to fix it mm-hmm. right now. Let me be mad. Like, yeah. I'm mad. Let me be mad. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like a lot of people just try and fix the situation when it 
you just gotta let people feel what they need to feel sometimes instead mm-hmm. of trying to because in a sense I was just trying to better that for myself because I felt uncomfortable right and um that was a big wake-up call for me because I was mm-hmm. like yeah you know what why am I like mm-hmm. this I'm trying to self-serve myself right now mm-hmm. and that's not what I want to do like I don't know it's just yeah so it um just like letting people be upset and not feeling like we have to intervene or make it right because sometimes mm-hmm. we can't make it right and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just up to that other person to let their feelings move through and mm-hmm. then come back to mm-hmm. it everybody has different triggers and different mm-hmm. coping mechanisms so wow it's like really important to respect that mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yeah but just know like yeah and being uncomfortable is terrifying and it doesn't right. feel great but sometimes it's it needs to happen and sometimes you just gotta let it go for the time being right mm-hmm. i feel like you're like subconsciously and consciously calling me out like on so much of my <laughs> bullshit so lately <laughs> no you're completely fine it's like you don't even know like the full extent to every situation that's been happening but like everything that like i'm just like oh god and then you're like calling me out like subconsciously i'm like oh god like i needed to hear that but i didn't want to hear it <laughs> yeah. yeah oh well you're mm-hmm. you're in a time right now i feel mm-hmm. like where and we always go through this but you're facing yourself and mm-hmm. man really like really looking at yourself from all angles inside and out and yeah. like Facing the the ignorance, the pity, mm. the anger, mm. the resentment, but also the what makes you happy. It's it's like it's crazy. It's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, <laughs> but it really it's is. um it's so rewarding because <laughs> then uh, you could just you could feel you could be your authentic mm-hmm. self mm-hmm. without um worrying about anything external and like yeah. you're just liberated and you can live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anything I can say to like circle back around to that. It's like that stuff mm, just okay. like <laughs> sinking in. It's like, yeah, I have a really hard time when people are upset at me because I just want to know how I can help them and how I can have them not be mad at me. But it's, I just have to let people feel. And I think like with a situation that happened recently, which I told you a little bit about, is like, my like you know talking to my older sister I was like I don't know what to do and she's just like you need to give this person space to feel the emotions and I'm like well I'm like I don't have anywhere to go right now and I want to resolve this conflict I don't want to have to sit with this but it was selfish of me in the way of not giving or me judging them for having the emotions and not wanting to communicate when I just wanted to stop feeling that uncomfortable emotion yeah and taking accountability and being like yeah I could have definitely just been like, you can feel all the emotions you can feel, and I will just, you know, if that's what you got to do, then that's what you got to do. Huh. And, man, to admit that <laughs> also sucks ass. But yeah, it's like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's also healthy to communicate. Like, if you feel the need mm-hmm. to communicate what you're feeling, if that's, like, mm-hmm. what's important mm-hmm. to you. Right. Like, you don't want it to come off and being mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I know there's, like, that balance. Like, you should take space. Mm. No, like, yeah. You can definitely, like, don't silence yourself. Mm. Right. Um, But it is the best to, like, de-escalate if, yeah, if it's, like, a mm. heated conversation, de-escalate and be like, right. okay, what can I say? Mm. 
Like, how can I... Because you got to connect to yourself in order to truly communicate how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just different situations. Just read it out. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you can say something. Sometimes it's best not to. Sometimes it's good to take action. Sometimes it's not to. It's just mm-hmm. whatever you're feeling and just first and foremost, knowing what's mm-hmm. best for you. What yeah. feels right to you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Finding that place of trust within yourself to be like, and I'm making the right decision. Like, even if you might not be completely right, but just being like, this is a feeling that I have and I have to trust that. That can be really, really difficult too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to say that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grace, patience, and trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. another thing. Because standing by yourself is like amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like trusting in yourself, trusting in your decisions. I mean, you know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's best for you more than your parents, more than your siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they. Ha- it's good to hear out mm-hmm. um, other people's opinions um, right. because they see other things that you don't. Right. But um, you're allowed to take those opinions mm-hmm. however you want and yeah. however, in whatever weight, weight it feels to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. It's keen to, it's keen to us. Yeah. But it's really like just yeah, just give yourself grace and forgiveness mm. and mm-hmm. be like I'm allowed to feel this way. Like right, it's you're in a really exciting mm. place right now, mm-hmm. even though it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. But yeah, mm. it's uh everybody's in an exciting time of their life. Mm. Um, every because you can always grow. That's the thing. That's what mm. excites me. You can always grow and learn more. Mm. I'm such a. I love to learn. Um, learning That's about awesome. yourself is so exciting and it just feels so good to mm-hmm. trust yourself and be able to say what you want without second guessing yourself and having that mm-hmm. other voice in your head that's mm-hmm. like, oh, you may be wrong or, oh, they may mm-hmm. be, they might think of you this way or mm-hmm. this might cause them to say this mm-hmm. or insult mm-hmm. you or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so tiresome to live that way. Yeah, that's the place that I'm in right now is like breaking out of that people-pleasing habits. I'm just like, well, that, like, abandonment and that rejection and that fear of them not accepting me where I'm at. But I'm not being authentic, so they're not really meeting me anywhere except this fake void in which I call me, which is not even me. I'm all the way out here, and I'm, like, trying to meet them in an untangible spot from what I'm not really even is. Yeah. Who is me. Hey, give yourself props, <laughs> though. Look at Ooh, you. You know yeah. that. Like, right. you know that about yourself. Yeah. And you just, like, keep reminding yourself that, like, you know, you're getting to know yourself. You know yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know you're working on people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have that in the back of your mind with conversations. Like, yeah. just, yeah, just, it's practice. Like, keep practicing. And, like, one thing with anxiety with me that started kind of the mental practices for me was mm-hmm. I had very intrusive thoughts very bad Mm. intrusive thoughts pop up like especially during work too where Mm. I like couldn't deal with them Mm. (laughs) and so I would like immediately just get into the practice without second guessing Mm. or being like hmm let me go down this trail just to see where it leads you know I would think of a stop sign Mm. and just immediately direct my attention Mm. to something else and if it was something that I felt like I needed to work through or deal with I Mm. would go back to it after Mm. work when I was home in a safe space yeah and kind of allow that to move through and like go back and do that but it's not because like we talked Mm. about before I used to go down that hole of self-pity and stuff Mm. um 
but that helped a lot to stop let me like get in a calm space right and then kind of feel think it through Mm -hmm. and um where was I going with that (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Um, yeah but that's what um helped me but oh yeah Mm. you're just you're becoming you're getting Mm. to know yourself yeah and that's a really precious place to be in um and uh, yeah you're just gonna keep learning Mm -hmm. i mean it's just gonna be learning curve it's Mm -hmm. not gonna be pretty but Mm -hmm. but you're doing it and you have you have a cool awareness Mm -hmm. um so yeah you're you're just right where you need to be Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're always right where we need to be but Mm -hmm. we always want to be somewhere else Mm mm-hmm wild yeah yeah that's why being is a good practice presence yes being present (laughs) beautiful yeah well this thing will end in four minutes we talked for an hour that was a good episode yeah good talk so thank you for being an awesome guest yeah thank you for having me yeah so cool of course before you leave we'll have to do another one oh yeah hell yeah we'll have to have somebody else maybe join too we'll like maybe we'll get like a blanket and we'll like lay out by the house like underneath the stars yeah yeah that. destiny would be great on this mm-hmm. yeah. yes yeah i want to do one i was like speaking i was like whoever wants to be on my podcast episode guys you guys can be on a podcast episode like i want to interview you and they're like some of them were like yeah and some people were like i was like i understand like it's a lot of pressure but like we're just having a conversation so i love you know? this i mm. love conversations yeah i love connecting with people this is awesome yeah mm. yeah you definitely gave me some confidence within myself that i needed some you know, some affirmations on that I'm just like, yeah, like that's what I was feeling and I just got a confirmation from you on it. Yeah. And like little little pieces in me. Yeah, it was really a lot. Sorry. No, you're <laughs> completely <laughs> you like you called me out on some bullshit that I didn't even realize I needed to call out on. <laughs> so it was like excellent. I'm glad it could help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well thank you. Yeah. So thank you guys for uh making it this far for being an hour in if you're still listening. We appreciate you and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.